Hey, thanks for checking out this week's message. We hope you're blessed by the Word of God. For more information on River of Life, you can check out our website, rolmt.com, or download our app. Just search R-O-L-M-T in your app store. Thanks. Good evening, River of Life. We're getting there. I I just would hate for Sunday morning to beat you. That's all I got to say. Because Saturday night, usually you're the rowdy crowd, and I don't know exactly what's going on. Good evening, River of Life. We're getting there. Well, I'm so glad that you came to church tonight. We're excited about what God is doing. It was uh, just so incredible to watch as God just continues to open up door after door after door. And I just... I'm just believing that we're going to step into a season, just as uh, as Jason was just saying a few minutes ago, where uh, people who maybe would not have normally ever come to church, that that God is going to draw them um, to Himself. Amen. 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 And uh, we we've got we've got so many ministries going out. It was cool today to watch as food bank was happening, and we with the food bank has been going to Arlie every Thursday uh, evening, and just. They are just killing it out there, and they are ready for their next location. How many of you know that's amazing to have ministries that are just always looking? They're busy right now. They're super busy, but they're like, what's next? How can we keep growing? How can we keep serving? How can we keep meeting more and more needs? And I just think that is such a blessing. And so I want you to continue to pray uh, for Corianne and her team because they are just working super hard, but we're seeing God work through them. Amen. Well, we're in a series that we've called Don't Stop Believing, and uh, if you've been walking this out with us, you know we've been just walking through Hebrews chapter 12, and we've, we went through a, a good chunk of the first part of it, and now we're going to skip and we're going to go to the end because next week we're going to conclude the series, but we're going to do it on Father's Day, and there's a particular part of it that I wanted to preach with my two sons. And so next week on Father's Day, Logan and Hunter and I are all going to preach together, and... Uh, So there's like three of you that are excited about that, so thank you for that. Um, But we're going to skip ahead in chapter uh, chapter 12 right now. Verse 25, it says this, be careful that you do not refuse to listen to the one who is speaking. For if the people of Israel did not escape when they refused to listen to Moses, the earthly messenger, we will certainly not escape if we reject the one who speaks to us from heaven. When God spoke from Mount Sinai, his voice shook the earth, but now he makes another promise. Once again, I will shake not only the earth, but the heavens also. This means that all of creation will be shaken and removed so that only unshakable things will remain. Since we are receiving a kingdom that is unshakable, let us be thankful and please God by worshiping him with holy fear and awe, for our God is a devouring fire. Let's pray. God, in the next few moments as we look at your word, I pray, Father God, that you will illuminate it for us, that God, you will speak directly to the hearts of your people. That God, wherever we find ourselves today, that Lord Jesus, as we examine this particular passage of scripture, that God, you will launch us forward in our faith journey. That God, none of us will grow stagnant, that we won't be complacent, that we won't be okay with where we are today, but that God, we will always be striving for the next because God, we wanna be who you've called us to be. 
We praise you, Father. I pray that I'll get out of the way. Lord, I pray for our outposts in Wyoming right now, that Lord Jesus, as they hear your word, that Father God, even through technology, God, you will penetrate even the hardest of heart in that room. And God, for our our church family in Malawi, that God, you would just touch them today and that you would do what only you can do. And we just praise you, Father, because even through technology, God, your Holy Spirit is active and moving and able so God, I pray that all distractions will be set aside and that we will, we will hear what we need to hear. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. So there's a lot to unpack here and we, don't, we have a limited amount of time. So I wanna, I wanna jump right into this. The author of Hebrews in these passages of scripture is talking about the end times. He's talking about the end of the world. He's talking about that time when Jesus will return, when, when all that is evil will be met with justice and, and that the, the faithful will be rewarded. Um, there's, there's a tension oftentimes in scripture as we look at it. We can, we can try and figure out, is this talking about something in the future? Is it talking about something that's here and now? Is it talking about something from the past that's already happened? And so as we look at this scripture, what I want you to understand is for sure he's talking about a future day that will come when everything will be shaken. It says not only on earth, but in the heavens. And the only thing that will remain is that which is unshakable. Now, we did a series not too long ago called The Last Kingdom, and I told you that as much as it feels like things are shaking right now, we need to understand that our God is unshakable, and that that if we put our trust and our hope in him, that we understand that his kingdom will stand. No matter what this world throws at it, there is nothing possible that will destroy his kingdom. So our hope and our faith, it has to be in him. So when we see in verse 27 that all creation will be shaken and removed and that only the unshakable will remain, that hasn't happened yet. But this verse refers to a shaking. And I believe that for many of us, maybe you're in a place right now where you feel like things are shaking. I have conversations with people on a regular basis who it feels as though their life has been shaking for quite some time. You feel as though everything is always up in the air, like you can't get a break. Today we did a memorial service for one of the ladies in our church's husband who had passed away a year year ago. And because of COVID, we were finally able to do that. And I know that this last year has shaken her. It has been a hard year for her. But in the midst of that, she found the church across the street and she's become a regular here at River of Life. And and it was amazing to get to be a part of such a hard time for her and her family. I know that there are families in this church who are suffering today because their marriage feels like it's always shaking. Feels like there's never solid ground we have families in our church right now who are in the midst of a foster, foster child uh, process and it is hard and they are struggling and they're, and they're reaching out and in need of prayer because everything that they thought was secure seems like it's shaking. Christians are fighting against Christians while men write new doctrine and theology to try and make the gospel more palatable and things just feel like they're constantly shaking. The writer of Hebrews is wanting you to know that we should not be surprised that things are shaking. He told us a shaking was coming. 
But the good news is the foundation is secure. The foundation is secure, and there's no chance that it won't be secure. It just needs to be your foundation. If you know something's coming, you can brace for it, right? If you know that there is something coming, then you have the ability to brace for it. So when we read in Hebrews and it says, a great shaking is coming, then you need to understand, you've been warned, brace yourself. So how do we brace ourselves? We brace ourselves with this. We brace ourselves in worship. We brace ourselves in prayer. We brace ourselves in his word because a shaking is coming. We, we live between Missoula and Frenchtown and we live kind of up on the hill and, and there is wind a lot of the time. It gets windy up there and it's kind of pretty, we can kind of almost gauge that between 4 and 6 p.m. during the spring and summer, it's going to get windy for just like a couple hours. And so we have things that we put in place because we know, like the barbecue we learned early on, it's on the deck, and we learned that if we don't strap that to the, to the rails, it decides to take a little walk across the deck often. We, we have, we've done everything that we can to like just make sure. Now, sometimes if it's extra windy, we will realize, oh, not everything is strapped down the way that it should. Now, my, my youngest son bought a basketball hoop, one of those portable basketball hoops. He paid for it with his own money while he was in high school. And so that's out in our yard. And, and so there is many times that I will say to him, because he'll be out shooting hoops, and he'll leave that standing up. And I will say to him, the wind is coming. You should lay that thing down. And he'll go, oh, yeah, 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 got it. And I, if I was to go through my phone right now, I could show you picture after picture after picture of that thing laying on the rim because the wind came and he didn't lay it down. Right, Logan? Maybe. <laughs> if you know the wind is coming, if you know the shaking is coming, brace yourself. Hebrews tells us, brace yourself. There's a shaking that is coming. There are three things that will be shaken in your life. And some of you are walking through some of these right now. The first one is this. Systems will be shaken, but in God's power, we can remain stable. All throughout Hebrews, we see that Jesus provides this new and better way, this controversial thing Jesus comes and he shakes the system. There's this system that's been in place and everybody is used to the system. But Jesus comes and all of a sudden the things that the religious people are saying, no, 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 this is how we do it. Jesus says, not anymore, you don't. He brought with him a shaking. And so for us, what we need to understand is the systems that we've come to rely on will be shaken. The writer of Hebrews talks about the blood of bulls and goats and the old system that had continually been repeated by men and kept continue and and men continued to sin through that system but but when Jesus came he said listen I'm going to bring perfection I'm going to change the system so you don't have to every time you sin you don't have to make a track and go slaughter an animal because you just got to rely and trust in me and I'm so grateful that Jesus did that for us but he shook a system when he did it. The political system has been shaken. Some of you are political junkies and you love to follow po politics, 
But if you still have faith in the political system, then you are truly a person who knows what it is to have blind faith. With all the false promises, all the letdowns, but yet more and more people look to the politicians to fix things. Hebrews tells us to fix your eyes on him because he's the one that can actually fix things. Right? Don't get me wrong. As, as believers, it is our duty, it's our civic duty to vote, and it's good to pay attention to what's going on. But if your hope is in a politician, you're in trouble. Because systems will be shaken. This world is shaken right now. The, well, we say this all the time in here because I, I've never seen it like it is right now where right is wrong and wrong is right and everything is turned upside down and it is just shaking. Systems are not where we're gonna, we need to put our hope. Our hope needs to be in Jesus Christ. People nowadays cower in fear and they recite what they know to be even lies to protect themselves from being canceled. There's a shaking in this world, but there's a shakings in the kingdoms of this world, but systems that have, have, we've relied on for decades and for centuries will be shaken because our faith is not supposed to be in them anymore. And we saw that even just recently with hackers getting in and, and hacking the, the gas pipeline and, and shutting down the East Coast. And, and just with, with just a, a little thing could have such a big impact because what we gotta realize is that the things that we've relied on for all of our lives may not last. They will not last. Only what he says will last. So as believers, we need to not be discouraged when we see things shaking all around us because God has already told us that the shaking is coming. If we believe him, if we believe this word to be true, then we should know that we are in the hands of a loving God who even when things shake, our foundation is secure. Prior to these verses, we see that the author is talking about Moses and the children of Israel, and he's referring to the fact that they did not listen to God, and so they missed out on the promised land. And if you are putting your hope in a system of this world, I'm going to tell you right now that you are going to miss out on some of God's promises because they had to listen. And for many of us, we don't like to listen. We like to talk. We don't like to listen. We like to decide for ourselves. We don't want to hear what God's word says. We don't want to listen to what God is telling us to do. What God is telling us to do isn't what I want to do. It's not what my flesh wants to do. So I'm going to do what I want to do. And when we do that, just like the children of Israel, we miss out on the promise that God has for us. Yeah. Number two, relationships will be shaken. Security comes when God is in the center. The people that this book is written to had lost their standing within their community. They had lost friendships. They had lost relationships. They now found themselves being persecuted by the same people that they had worshiped with. I mean, this was a hard time. And the author is saying that he understands that relationships like these uh, they, they, will, they will be shaken and many of them will not recover. 
Have you ever had a relationship that you thought, this is, this is a friendship, this is a relationship that will last for my whole lifetime, and then all of a sudden something comes and it shakes that relationship to the core, and now you find yourself questioning, how did this even happen? How did this take place inside of my life? When I was in college, I, I, I shared an apartment with three other guys. And we were, we were pretty good friends. And so we, we shared this apartment and, and uh, there was a, a day that came that, that there was a young lady that I was interested in. And so I asked her out on a date and, she, and we went out on a date and then we went out on a second date and then we went out on a third date and it seemed like things were progressing in a good way. A few weeks later, my, my, one of my roommates said, hey, guys, I just got home from work, and, and my boss gave me three tickets to the Seattle Supersonics. Now, this is aging me quite a bit. <laughs> Those of you who didn't know that Seattle had a basketball team, they did. So he said, I can't go, but would you guys want to go to the game? And I said, I, and we all said, yeah, sure, we'll take the tickets. So we went, and we went to the game, and we had a great time, and, and he said, yeah, I have to work, so I'm not going to be able to be there. And so so he, he, we got home and he's like, yeah, I just got home uh, from work and how was the game? And he's talking to us and, and whatever and woke up the next morning and I went to the fridge and there was all these leftovers from what looked like a really nice meal. And so I, I asked him, I go, hey, what, what's with this? And he said, oh yeah, I made dinner last night. And I said, I thought you were working. And uh, upon further investigation, <laughs> I found that he had bought Seattle Sonics tickets for me and my roommates so that he could ask that girl out and have her come to our apartment to make her dinner. Good times. Relationships are shaken. Now obviously, done with the girl, but now still living with the guy, so that was sweet. Our relationships can get shaken and sometimes we can question like, how is this even possible? Many of you have had relationships that you thought would last forever. As a pastor, I have felt betrayed before. I've had people leave this church that I thought would never leave this church. I've had people leave in ways that I thought would maybe crush me. On multiple occasions, I thought it might even be the end of this place. But I'm still here and I'm still preaching and we are still moving forward. It can feel like the aftershock of the shaking will never stop. But will it destroy me? No. Will it destroy you? Absolutely not. We've got to keep moving. God uses the shaking of relationships in your life to point you towards the unshakable relationship in your life. See, we've got to just have a little perspective because when the shaking comes in relationships and you begin to question, how is this even possible? You've got to realize that there's a God in heaven that is unshakable and he is always with you. No matter what you walk through, he will never leave you. He will never forsake you. He is always with you. People may hurt me, but he never does. People may quit, but he always perseveres. When people betray, he stands by my side. He is unshakable. It is through losing some of those relationships that I thought I needed the most that I've discovered a God who sticks closer to me than any brother. 
But it's a matter of perspective because we can let it destroy us or we can let it make us stronger. It was not that long ago that I, I got onto my phone and I had the little notification by the, the settings button. And it, I clicked on it and it said, you have an up, update needs to happen. And so I said, oh yeah, go ahead and do that. And it said, oh, not enough room on your phone. How many of you had this? That's a real treat. So now I got to go through my phone. I got to start deleting stuff, right? So you start with the stuff that you know you don't need and you're getting rid of some apps and you're doing some other stuff. And then you start looking at your pictures and your videos and you're deleting and then you go, okay, do the upgrade. It says, nope, you still need more space. So you start deleting more and more. And some of it was hard. Some of it was like, ah, I kind of want that, but I probably don't need it. So you delete it and you delete it and you delete it. And then eventually you get to the point where there's enough. And some of you are like, what are we doing right now? Bear with me deleting and you're deleting and you're deleting until finally you make enough space and then Apple in all of their graciousness decides to bestow the new upgrade to my phone. Usually when someone leaves your life, it is just God deleting them from your life to clear room for the upgrade. Some of you need to hear that tonight. I'm not saying that with every person that leaves your life, but I am saying for some of you, there are people in your life that you have held on to and God is saying, no, 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 no. It's gonna hurt for a little bit, but you need to delete because I got an upgrade for you. I got something better for you. I've got a new place for you. I've got a new destination for you. I've got a new dream for you. I've got, uh, you need people that are gonna come around you that are gonna support you. You need people in your life. You need friendships that are going to, that are going to be like-minded that are gonna help push you towards me and not away from me. So we've got to change our mindset and we've got to understand that this God that we serve is always so good and he's always so loving and he always has the best intentions for you. But when that shaking comes, where is your faith? What is your faith in? Because if we'll fix our eyes on Jesus and we'll say, God, you told me that the shaking is coming. You told me that the season is coming where things are going to, are going to feel like they're in turmoil, but I know that you are a firm foundation for me. So even when the shaking comes, I can stand knowing that nothing will hurt me. The third thing is your hope will be shaken. Things that you hope for will be shaken. Maybe you would hope for a lifelong relationship and now you find yourself divorced. You hoped for a ministry that God had laid on your heart to come to fruition and now that dream seems barren. Your hope was that your children would grow up to serve Jesus and today they are not. We could go around this room and everyone could probably talk about at least one hope, one dream that seems to have been shaken. But I want to tell you right now that when you can put your hope and your trust in Jesus, then even those things that seem far off, those same things that seem like maybe they are barren or they feel like they're dead or they're, they're, not, they're not going to come to fruition inside of your life, you can come to a place where you go, God, I am trusting you with this. I don't know how many of you Grew, and again, I'm aging myself. I've got the Seattle Supersonics and now the Choose Your Own Ending books. Anybody remember the Choose Your Own Ending books? <laughs> Choose Your Own Ending books, for those of you who are right here that don't know what I'm talking about. 
choose your own. This is before we, we had iPads and all this stuff that we could carry around. So we had books. They're paper. You flip through them, and, and in the Choose Your Own Ending book, you begin to read the story, and it says, if you want, you, so you're reading, the, you know, you're, you're walking through this, this house, and, and you come to the first door, and it looks a little creepy, or you can go down the hall, and so you have to choose. If you want to go into the, if you want to go down the hallway, you, you flip to page whatever. If you want to go in the door, you, you do this, and so that you pick the page, and you get to the page, and the story continues, and then it gives you another option, and so you've got like three choices, and it, as you choose choose it, you make the end of the book. However, however your choices go is what brings you to the end of the book. And there was so many times that I would get to the end of the book and I'd be so disappointed in the ending. So I just flip back and I'd pick different choices. Right? I know you have iPads. Goody for you. Um, this is what we had. But we, for many of you, what you need to understand is the story's not done. Flip back. Put your hope in the right place. Put your trust in him. And sometimes it's going to take some time to get to the ending that you want. But I'm telling you right now, even though it feels like it's shaking, he is not surprised by it. He's not wringing his hands in heaven going, oh my goodness, it's shaking right now. Whatever will we do about it? He's like, no, I already told you, it's going to be shaking. So as it's shaking, what are you going to do with it? I'm going to fix my eyes. I'm going to trust him. I'm going to believe him. I'm going to take him at his word. I'm going to know that he loves me more than I can even imagine. And I'm going to believe that he has something great for me. Some of you, your hope has been shaken, but I want you to hear from me today that failure is not, is not final unless you quit. Failure is not final unless you quit. If you make the decision today to just go, you know what, I just can't do it anymore, and you quit, then, th then you've just, you just sealed your fate. Yeah. But as long as you're breathing in and out, as long as you're in a place where you go, you know what, I'm learning every day, and I'm trusting God more every day, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna believe him, I'm gonna take him at his word, that God is saying to you, listen, it doesn't have to be final for you. And for some of you, when I say that, you're like, yeah, Jason, that sounds good, but if you only knew my story, if you knew what I'm faced with today, if you understood how hard it is, if you understood how much I, I've tried and it's not working, I'm just telling you right now, the shaking may be here, but the foundation is secure and the God of the universe is still in control. Why does God allow the shaking in our lives? A shakedown can happen in order for you to find something that's hidden inside of you. Maybe God is allowing the shaking to bring Jesus out of you. Back some years ago, when we were first starting the church, I was still running my media company, and I got the opportunity to go and to, to film. There was a, a gold mining company that was that was mining up by Garnett Ghost Town. And so I was up there and I was filming the CEOs and the different people and they were showing the process that they were using, showing the results that they were getting and it was, it was for their shareholders. And so I was filming all these different things and while I was up there, one of the CEOs said, hey, you got, you got young boys and at the time my, my kids were young and, and he said, why don't you bring them up? Bring them to the Ghost Town and then bring them up here and we'll, we'll show them some stuff that they'll enjoy. 
So we did. We brought the kids to Garnett Ghost Town and we went up and, and they said, we're going we're gonna to let them pan for gold. And I'd never done that before, so I didn't really understand the process. But this guy took time with my kids and, he, and, he, and he, they went down to this little creek and they, and they dug some dirt out and, they, and he began to shake it. And as he began to shake it, he would allow the top to fall out, fall out. And then he'd get more water and he'd shake more. And more of the top would fall out, more of the dirt, the gravel, it would all fall out. So I said, what, what are you doing right now? And he said, gold is the heaviest. And he said, so as I shake it, the stuff that's lighter will fall out and fall out. And the more I shake it, the more we'll get to the place where we actually get to see the gold. And for some of you, what you need to understand is when you're going through the shaking process, it's not God punishing you. He's preparing you. It's not God angry with you. He's allowing the shaking to happen because he wants to see the gold that's inside of you. He's shaking you so that the value comes out. So all the other stuff gets pushed to the side. Everything else gets, gets, gets discarded because he wants to see the value that he's put inside of you. See, weeks ago I told you that we've got to change our frame of reference. We've got to change the way that we see things. For many of us, we think life should just be perfect. Everything should fall into place and everything should look good for us all the time. And so when things don't look perfect, we begin to get angry or upset or we start to feel bad. And for many of you, you're in the middle of a shaking right now. And so your frame of reference is, this hurts and it's hard and I don't understand it. But if you'll change your frame of reference and say, God, I believe you. I think that you're doing something in me. I think you're removing stuff that shouldn't be there so that you can see the value that you've placed inside of me. For some of you, the shaking has be, is because the gold in you needs to be exposed. That's easy to preach, but it's hard to live. It's easy for me to stand up here and say it to you. It's another thing for you to actually trust it. Believe it. Some of you, if you're honest right now, you're like, I don't know, I feel like God has forgotten about me. I feel like he's not seeing me right now. I get that. I really do. I understand where that comes from. But I'm going to challenge you tonight to change your frame of reference. Stop looking at it as God is punishing you. Start looking at it as that God is doing a shaking because you're so valuable. You're so valuable wants to do something amazing but often it only comes through the shaking I'm going to ask everybody to close your eyes with me for the next few moments if while your world is shaking you will fix your eyes on him he will expose value in you that you didn't even know was there I want to just challenge you tonight to not quit don't give up Fix your eyes on him. Believe him. Take him at his word. He warned us that shaking was coming. Why? Because he loves you. 
seat me, I want to take some time and I want to give you an opportunity because I believe with all my heart that there are many in this place tonight that you feel as though you are going through it right now. For some of you, even as I talk about relationships, you're in, in the midst of turmoil in a relationship. And you've got to look at it and go, God, is, is, what is this? What am I supposed to do with this? Maybe it's your marriage and you've got to realize, okay, we're shaking right now, but we need to get on the same foundation. We need, to, we need to stand and understand that he is in control and that he can heal what seems to be broken. Maybe you've got friendships in your life and, and you've thought you, they'd be there for you forever, but they've been shaken right now and, and maybe God's deleting some people out of your life because he's making room for an upgrade. But tonight, the only way you're gonna know the answers to any of those things is to pray and to trust and to listen. So tonight, as we close this time together, we're gonna spend just a little bit more time in worship. And as we do that, I just wanna challenge you. If you're going through it right now, come to the altar. There's some prayer teams that'll be down here. They'd love to pray with you. But otherwise, even if it's just coming to the altar by yourself and saying, God, I feel like everything is upside down, but I'm going to trust you in the middle of this. And I'm going to believe that even though you're shaking me, you're doing it because you see the value inside of me. I want to pray over you right now. We're going to worship together. The altars are going to be open. And I believe with all my heart that there are going to be some of you that have come in here and you were hurting, that you're going to walk out of here with a peace that you have not felt in a long time because that is the God that we serve. God, I'm so grateful because your word is truth. Lord, you have spoken to us through your word. And Father, I know that there are those in this place right now who they do feel as though they're in the middle of it. They feel as though their world is shaking. So Father God, right now we fix our eyes on you. We put our hope in you. We put our trust in you. Because you are our firm foundation. You are the only way we can make it through. So God, I just pray that those who have been fighting to do it on their own, tonight is a night where they surrender. They surrender wholly and completely to you. And Lord Jesus, you'll just wrap your arms around them and tell them that you got them. Because I know that you do. Father, we give you all the praise tonight. In Jesus' name. Amen. Will you stand as we sing? The altars are open if you want to come and pray. Hey, thanks for listening. River of Life is a ministry in East Missoula, Montana. We exist for one purpose, to make Jesus famous by showing his love to the lost, broken, and hurting. For more information, you can check us out online at rolmt.com. If you've made a decision to follow Jesus today, we'd love to talk to you about what comes next. Shoot us an email at nextstep at rolmt.com. Thanks.